Hey guys, Kate Worman here, and welcome back to the Heart of Dating podcast today. Now this week is Christmas, so I have to say it. Happy Christmas, fam! Woohoo! Also, we are officially just a little over a week out from 2021, which means 2020 is coming to a close. So there's that, everybody. Not sure how you're feeling about it. I actually am feeling a little bittersweet, if I'm being honest, because I did enjoy 2020 in some ways. And at the same time, I'm excited for a new year because I love starting fresh and starting over. Now today, we are having JD back onto the podcast to have another fun dialogue. And I gotta be honest, as we were recording this in Dallas, Texas, we were talking through some of the conversations we've been having and questions we've been asked from singles. And JD brought up something that I was like, wait a second, I think we need to talk about that instead for this episode. So today we're talking about what does it look like to date potential? And should you date potential? Woo-wee. Come on, y'all. This one is a heated debate. We're going to talk about it. There is a fine line between giving somebody the opportunity to learn and grow, knowing that we're never going to be perfect, but also dating people that maybe you know you shouldn't be dating and there's quite clear red flags that you were just overlooking because you really want to be in a relationship. So this is a really good conversation and we break it down in multiple layers. So I can't wait for y'all to hear this epic conversation about should you date potential with JD Rogers. Oh my gosh. So we're back again today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Same night. Another recording. episode. But this is fun because literally right before this, you posted something on Instagram and you're like, I just posted something about, tell us what it was. Yes. It's about <laughs> what happens when you date someone's potential. <laughs> and I was like, wait, I want to read that. Like right now in between our recordings, uh-huh. I read it and I was like, okay, we're going off script. Um, and we made this joint mutual decision to talk about yes. this today. What and happens so, when you date potential? I'm so happy because people are talking to me about this left and right. Yes. Like it's, it, you know, I'll start with this. I've heard people say um, before, two leaders in my life, uh, we are never more creative humans until we're justifying our actions. Okay. Oh, okay. We're never more creative <laughs> humans until we're justifying our actions. Okay. And I think when we agree mm. to lower our standards to date someone's potential, all we know it's probably not the best, we're getting super creative. You have to get creative. Yeah. Because you have to be like, well, like, they're not they could that. be. Yeah, they're like not that. It's a lot of that. Uh, you know, like if y'all could see me right now, I'm like, you know, uh, put yeah, my yeah, hands yeah. in the air. Like, like mm, it's yeah. not that bad compared to this person. And or I could see, see uh-huh. how they could be. I mean, I will say this. I've done a quote on my Instagram before that says, the hard truth of today is you can't marry potential. Right. And the reason I posted that too is because, and why I say most of the things I say on this podcast is because I am the classic I dated lots of potential. Yeah. Uh, I am the Enneagram three. I have lots of vision. And so uh-huh. my vision is like, I can see what this could become. And yeah. when it comes to a person, I'm like, I can see what they can become. And then it becomes, and this is terrible, but I'll just say it really bluntly. It almost becomes like a project that's exciting yeah. for me. It's yeah. like, I can help them. And that gives, it makes me feel valuable. Totally. And you could probably get there. them to open up and like, so you get to see a different side of them. So you see all this potential. And next thing you know, though, the potential has turned into a big problem. <laughs> and now you're like, what have I got myself into? Because I'm not designed to fix this person. Right. Because guess what? If I think Ooh. I could fix them, that probably means that I need fixing. 
Oh, okay. So I will just say this. In a relationship I had in the past, my therapist ended up coming to me at some point in the relationship or maybe it was after the relationship. I can't remember. But she was like, Kate, I want you to know what's happened here is you've basically become this person's like emotional safety blanket mm. and emotional support and basically you're their therapist yep. because this is in my years of being a dating coach and I love talking about dating. I love helping people in relationships yep. and therefore I'm like, oh my gosh, like that's okay. I can help them with that. Here's learning about your attachment style. Here's more about your Enneagram. Can like- I just say props to whoever takes you on dates because <laughs> that's like, I mean, it's got to be terrifying oh taking gosh. a dating coach on a date. I mean, the person has to know their stuff. <laughs> I mean, is that is that no, true? No, it definitely yes. A lot of people, I, and I try my best to just like be present to the moment mm-hmm. and be. They don't have to. I know they haven't read as many dating books I have. Mm-hmm. If they have, I'm like, wow, real impressed. But I also yeah. don't expect that, and that's where I have to personally manage my expectations yeah. of you know and. The person's not going to know. That's where I think the nuance here, JD, is that we're looking not for perfect. We're looking for perfectible. But there has to be a level that there is already really healthy existing fruit in that person's life. That's where I'm at. Like that person who you're dating, they're not going to be perfect. There will be things that come up where you're like, oh, okay. It's a little bit something to be worked on. You know, that's more, it's concerning, but it's not necessarily a deal breaker. But how are they working on that? What's the fruit that already exists? What are the systems that are already in place? But what And that's different to me than dating the potential. I think that's where we need to separate here because like I don't expect someone to be perfect. I don't want to eliminate. I don't want to eliminate somebody who's still working on themselves. That's normal. But I think there's a balance there because a lot of people who are actually dating potential would say they're dating somebody who's just working on themselves. Right. Does that make sense? Right. Okay. That's, that's that justification piece <laughs> right. I'm talking about. They're getting really creative. Yes. And like we know, like <laughs> we know. And if like you're healthy and like if you're living a life that's bearing that fruit you're talking about, mm-hmm. real recognize real. Yeah. <laughs> and so like you know when you're with someone and it's like, oh, this person's pushing me. This person's leading right. me. This person is like me. We're like-minded. The Bible talks so much about, mm-hmm. you know, equally yoked. Yes. And that just means like you're you're on the same page that like you're running and you're running. And the thing is, is you're both tripping up and falling. Yeah, that's true. But you're not, there's a difference between like running a, a, a race and, and running towards the right direction mm. on the straight and narrow path and then just like, someone who's running completely opposite way or is like not even running or all the different things. And so for me, what I think where I think the problem lies is what you're talking about with, well, they're just working on themselves. Every person is working on themselves. Like that's such a good point. Like that's what the Christian journey is. (laughs) is We are all broken people Mm -hmm. like looking towards a perfect savior saying, man, we can never be perfect, but thank you for your love and your acceptance. And I want to live a life that looks like I I want more of that savior. Yes. I, I want to love him and I want to be obedient to what he asked me from his word. Mm-hmm. And in that and that person, like all day long, yes. Like right. they they recognize their and brokenness. There's humbleness, there's teachability. Yes. And there's not only that there's action direct directly attached to that that's that's key for me as well because lots of people can say oh yeah I'm wrong I did that wrong right Right. and they can own it but then there's no action to actually shift or change that through time right and a lot of where I think 
where you where you can navigate is this person even a Christian? Mm. They can call themselves a Christian all day there long, but does not mean that they are living a life that would say this is Christ like or Christ honoring or like Christ. And so, like a word is just a word if it isn't mm-hmm. backed up with a life that I mean, an action. And so, yes. for me, I'd say, hey, is this person? even aware of their brokenness? Mm-hmm. Like, are they even aware of the red flags? Are they even aware of like, cause like for me, when I get to know someone in like in a dating context, one of the yeah. quick conversations we have is like, here's kind of my pitfalls. <laughs> here's my things. Like, here's some of the things that I do. Yeah. Like so I so tend to know. be a workaholic yeah. or Hey, I tend to like put blame on people because I don't like being wrong or like mm-hmm. I'll address those things because I'm like, I'm broken. Mm-hmm. I don't want you to think that I'm, this isn't an interview. Like, this feels like an interview, but like I'm not coming put on my best face. Like you're getting a broken human who needs yeah, fixing. Right. But I I find that in where I lack, I find you know that satisfaction and that that kind of like uh, the grace that comes from the Lord. Like it's 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 such a different mindset where a lot of times these people who are dating potential, these people don't even know of their pitfalls. They don't even know. They're like, what I'm. What do you mean? Like they don't even want to address the and, issues. And what I've often found for myself in that is that I'm the first one to bring these red flags to their attention. Like a therapist. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Um, and not that I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so amazing. But it's because I just know so much about myself. I've done a lot of introspection and maybe they haven't dated somebody who has been introspected in the in the past or had to do that own work. I've yeah. also found like if they'd haven't gone to mentorship, had some sort of therapy or something to just dive, be discipled in some of needing to confess their own sin, like have that accountability. We're already in not a great start, starting point. Exactly. For me, if a guy, this is just my thing. If a guy is not even open to the idea of therapy, he doesn't necessarily have to have been to it. But like, if he's like, no, I would never go to therapy ever. It's not necessary. I'm like, I'm done. I'm done. Because <laughs> he, he just seems like there's no recognition. There's no of- open door for that at all. Like if they never had a mentor, never had discipleship, really, I'm like, Mm-mm, that's yeah. not for me. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. Totally. for me, the non-negotiable, I don't believe you can be in a healthy relationship without teachability. Yeah. And I don't believe we can just sit here and, and a lot of people are like, well, I'm introverted. I internally process. I'm like, uh, okay, but you also need those other voices in your life. You need to be working through those things yeah. with community, with people who are older and wiser. Proverbs 18.1, the wisdom book yes. says, he who isolates himself seeks his own desires. He breaks out against all sound judgment. Mm-hmm. And so those people who aren't even wanting to bring other voices in, they've isolated themselves and they essentially they're just seeking their own. They yeah. don't want to be told they're wrong. They don't want to be better. They just want to do their way or the highway. And that will greatly impact whoever they date or marry. Now, granted, what I will say is those people are often still people going to church. They're still going on Sunday. That's where I want to bring this to attention too, is that just because they are going to church every Sunday, that does not mean that they have the fruits of the spirit in their life. That does not necessarily mean they're living in the way of Jesus. I, that's what yeah, I, that's what I totally. like, learned because I won't, I really won't really date people unless I know that they have a background of faith, obviously, but I, I'm more curious, like, what is that? What, how does that fruit play out in your life? Like mm-hmm. just going to church on Sunday for me is not enough. Yeah, totally. No, I mean, that's, there's a difference between going to church and being the church. And yes, that's what you're you looking go. for is someone who is being God's man or God's woman. And I, I wrote this in the post, but 
Someone who's acknowledged himself and seen the worth that comes with being a son or daughter of God has no choice but to demand that out of the person they end up with. Mm. Because you can't understand that much worth and value and be okay with entering into like it's like you you would care about that person too much to say hey i'm going to distract you you've right. got to you got to taste and wow. see what i've experienced you've mm-hmm. got to yeah. that's the greatest way you can love someone yes not to have them fall in love with you but to first and foremost yeah. have them fall in love with christ ooh that's good and and so it's just like a what truly is love and the bible talks about i also wrote this in the post like the bible says that god is love mm-hmm. and that's what everyone's searching for right? Like love. I want love. I want love that lasts. I yes. want this like agape, unconditional, like us till the end, ride or die kind of love. Mm. But if God is love, yeah. how can that person ever truly love you if they don't know God? Yeah. Like think about that. Like, yeah. can they ever love you? And do you know what affection is without mm. God? It's, it's lust. Mm. Like if you take God out of the equation, who is love, all you have now is lust. Because lust has a lot of the same outward appearance as love. What it lacks is the ability to constantly be selfless. Because that's what love is. Jesus says there's no greater love than this that a man would lay down his life for his friend. Where it says, for even the Son of God came not to be served, but to serve. Mm -hmm. And to give his life away as a ransom for many. There's just this illustration. 1 Corinthians Corinthians 13 says love gives. Love is not not selfish. Love is, and you know, it's all those different things. It's always others focused. Because that's who God is. He's so us focused, you know, like he loves us. Mm. So if a person doesn't know God, I would say that you are, they're not in love with you. They're like in lust with you Mm. where it's like, it's so, it looks like love. It can even feel like love. But at the end of the day, it's restricted because God is love. Does that Mm. make sense? That's amazing. All right, you guys, I have a message quickly for my lady friends. I am in my 30s and I am yet to be married. As such, it's crossed my mind a time or two about my fertility status. If you're curious like me about your fertility and want to stop being anxious about something you just have no idea about, then I want to share with you a brand that can possibly ease your mind here. It's called Modern Fertility. Modern Fertility makes finding out about your fertility possible with easy at-home fertility hormone testing. I believe in this space, knowledge is power, and I want you to be able to make the best decision for your body, your health, and your future. So that's why Modern Fertility was created. It's the easy and affordable way to test your fertility hormones at home with a simple finger prick. All you have to do is mail in your results with a prepaid label and you'll get personalized results back within 10 days. Now, traditional testing with your doctor can cost over $1,000, but Modern Fertility is only $159 to get the exact same information. And if you go to modernfertility.com heart, you can get $20 off of your test. Also, if you have an HSA or FSA, you can use those dollars on Modern Fertility as well. You guys, it's so great. You will get insight into how many eggs you have, your hormone levels, and any reproductive red flags that might be happening. And you can also talk one-on-one with a fertility nurse to review your results and options for next steps. So if you do want kids today, or maybe one day, I wanna encourage you, get the information you need right now so you can start preparing for that decision in your life go to modernfertility.com slash heart and you can get $20 off your test today. 
what I often think of this is too, like sometimes the best way, you kind of said this, if you're dating someone who has potential, okay, that's great. We like, absolutely, I would, I'd love to be a friend mm -hmm. to somebody who has potential. Yeah. You know, to Everyone be, does. Yeah. You like, know, like. It, we all have potential to be an amazing human being, to be an amazing Christ follower, like obviously. But I would say the best thing you can do for them, if you actually do really care about them, is allow them to go on that journey with God. I think so often we we are stuck with dating potential because we limit what we think God can do for us. Mm. I'm like, I'm going to stay with this person because I see what they could become. And because if I'm being real honest with myself, I have a scarcity mindset, meaning I don't think that if I didn't date this person, there's going to be somebody who has like solid, healthy, godly right, potential right, right. that will come along. Right. That's what I see so it's like often. Fear -based. It's so fear-based. It's it's I only this is all this is what I've got. And yeah. It, it can be good enough. Like it's, yeah. it's good enough, you yep. know? And of course there's a whole other side where we can go to the other side of like, nothing is ever good enough. And then we don't give, we don't see that it's so nuanced and right. people are not perfect. They're perfectible, all of that. But I think when we're talking about potential, it's like sometimes the best thing you can do if you really trust God, if you can really surrender that his plans for you are good, is that this person who has potential, they need to be with God. And just yeah. with God and working on their relationship with God. Totally. And heal with God. Yep. Any person that comes to the awareness of needing God for the first time, mm -hmm. they then recognize an awareness to a lot of other needs. It's like, <laughs> wow, I have to reshape my entire life. Like yeah. the what what I what I thought I needed in alcohol, what mm -hmm. I needed in uh people of the opposite sex, what I needed in a father relationship, what I needed like there's so many wounds and baggage that they they, they now illuminated to that they didn't even see as problems before. They're like, wow, a lot has to change. Yeah. You oftentimes I've seen that person they're they're dating becomes collateral damage in their growing process. Right. Like yes. I I have to figure out so much and you're I'm kind of dragging you along in this journey with me. And that's why it's so that's why Paul instructs instructs us in First yes. Corinthians seven yes. to live an undistracted devotion to the Lord as a single person. Yes. And, that, and that's the gift that we have. Right. Because when you are married, you're your attention is divided. That's why right. he's like, it's better to be single in ways right. because you have undivided devotion. So to imagine the Lord. if you that person begins that relationship with Christ because they're dating you, they never got the foundation mm -hmm. of having an undistracted attention with the Lord, yes. which I would say it's been such a gift that that's like robbing in a way. Now, yes. can God take anything? Like again, the nuance. Can he use anything yes. and point people to himself? Yes, he is God. He can do anything that he yes. wants. But I'm just saying dating is not black and white. Yeah. It has so many gray areas and there's not like this biblical chapter on dating. Therefore, <laughs> I'm using wisdom principles to say from mm -hmm. past experience and case studies of people after people that I've met with, it is mm -hmm. better that a person first gets the relationship right with God undivided attention, alone, mm -hmm. really getting all that comes with, being with God, all that comes with that mm -hmm. alone before they're in a relationship with someone else. Yes. And not like trying to figure it out together. It, it just usually results in a lot of hurt and loneliness. And we talked about this earlier. What happens then when you break up? If you were their plug to God, yes. when that plug is removed, do they still want to stay connected? Yeah. And that's my question for people that come to me on this is like, okay, you're dating someone who's recognizing things that they need to work on or recognizing maybe that they 
they don't know God as much as maybe they let on, or maybe you, they even thought they did, you know, because yeah, yeah, things yeah. are coming up and you're starting to see this now as you, as you take the layers, it takes some time, sometimes to see some of this. My question is always, okay, ask yourself, would they make these changes with or without you in their life? Mm-hmm. Would they, are they so on fire to get closer to God or closer to their healing that they would be doing these things with or without you? Because totally. the majority of the time, if you're really honest with yourself, the answer is probably no. And actually, then the other caveat is like, even if they were willing to, sometimes it is better for that person to still do it alone. Yep. You know, it's a tragedy, Kate, is I see, I've I've heard this, okay? Mm. This is intense. (laughs) But like these Christian girls who have been in the church, Mm. bring this guy in Mm. who's not, who hasn't been going to the church, isn't a Christian, who's a weekend warrior, who has been hooking up with girls on Tinder, all these different Uh things. And they bring Mm. him in because they see his potential. And at some point, he starts to ask her, you know, for physical mm. affection. Oh. And she's like, you know, no, because you won't go to church with me. She'll almost make an ultimate. Like she wants to feel less guilty. Like she, everyone wants that. Like yeah. people want physical affection, but they'll almost hold, they'll withhold physical affection. If, like if you raise the spiritual bar, I'll give you the physical. Oh, like gosh, it, becomes like, it becomes like, it becomes like a, ultimatum and it's like this like thing that oh look at him now he's going to church oh my gosh he got a bible study maybe we can do a little more than making out because i'm proud of him it's like she's rewarding him Mm -hmm. so now he's learning if i do then i get right and so again that's what creates that unhealthy mindset and boundary that if that relationship breaks up he's out because he was only ever doing it to please you. Yes. He wasn't doing it to please the Lord. He wasn't doing it to please to you seek. or please what he was also desiring. Exactly. Like, <laughs> no. and, and, and so again, that's just, that's one of the examples of what happens yeah. when you date potential is you are getting brought down. Your standards are getting lowered and yes. like you don't even realize it's happening and you think, Oh, but look at the benefit of this or whatever it might be. And so it, it's just muddy. Like it just gets super muddy when you choose potential. And I would say if you're the person that is dating the potential as well, you need to ask yourself, like, is your attention going just to that person now? Because that mm-hmm. then becomes the codependent part, you know, where it's like, I am so fixated. That's been my problem in the past. I become so fixated on their wellness and their growth and yep. how they're growing in God that I'm like, almost overly committed to their success in doing that (laughs) because it's not only for them, it's for me now because I'm putting some of my identity on whether or not they get healthy or they get closer to God, you know, because that makes me feel, oh my gosh, see, it did happen. I feel successful. I feel like I, I did it. You know, it's the missionary dating kind of mentality. So I just think that we should come back to what we said at the beginning. It's not healthy to date potential And we can recognize that no person is perfect and we are all perfectible. There's like, there's both and, and you need to really have real hard conversations with yourself about really where the person you're dating is lying on the spectrum there. Totally. And I'll, I'll end with this. I, I put this in my post, uh, but a lot of times the compromises, a lot of times the person's on fire for God, like one of the people are, and then they meet someone who's not and they make the the compromise to date potential. And eventually, like I said, they get lower and lower and lower and they're no longer on fire for God. Now they're kind of, you know, they're, they're kind of lukewarm, sadly. And they wake up to this reality, whoa, I'm alone. And like, I'm in this relationship, but I miss what I had with when I was following God and all this stuff. But like, like you said, what if I don't ever find someone this good? Or will my church judge me now because I left for a season? And there's all these fears and worries that keep people pinned up. 
And, they, and it keeps them in that relationship that they know is not good for them. Mm. And they, they lack hope and they say, I guess just this, this is just the way it is now. And I would say to you, no. You can get out of that relationship and back in the right relationship with God. That's the beauty of being with God is it's always available. No matter your actions, he's always ready to receive you back. And the church, if it's a good church, should be the same. And so get out because it's better to be lonely and single now than lonely in a marriage one day. Oh, preach that. That's what will happen one day if you are continuing to date someone's potential. Boom. So good, JD. This show is part of the Converge Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.